This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do too. Oh, their cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with its curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. Boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies Little Movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer. 12 hours, that's right. So get your babies behind into Huggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers they are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch. Okay? So Huggies Little Movers, we got you, baby. Woo! This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, this end of the year, season, Christmas, we love it, we love it. Mm. Or do you? It can be stressful. It can be really a lot for some people, unfortunately. Maybe your family does too much, does too little. Maybe they, I don't they're know. the family who puts the pickle in the Christmas tree. Yeah, like, that would depress ugh. me. That's weird, and I don't want to touch a raw pickle this early <laughs> in the morning. Um, so maybe therapy can be that positive thing during your holiday season that can counteract those negative things. I love therapy. I've done it. If you're thinking about giving it a try, try BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash correct today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash correct. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. To my first command... Thou shall have no other gods but me. Whoa, no, no. People should have as many gods as they feel comfortable with. <laughs> nope, there's one. That's right, God of the Jews. You sure it's not God of the white people? Jesus is white. Second commandment. Thou shalt have the right to bear arms. <laughs> yep, God-given right. Second one. No, these are the God-given thing. That's the U.S. Constitution. I honestly don't see the difference. And now I am triggered. Thou shalt not make idols from any country. Watching you, Simon Cowell. Uh, don't use God's name in vain, respect the Sabbath, and oh, respect your father and mother. I think we can agree. No, there's father and father, there's mother and mother, furry and, Liberal. uh, birthing person. On to the next one. Thou shalt not steal. Oh, my abyss. Moses, I hate to bring it to you, but the ground you're standing on, stolen. Those are different times. Those are, besides, we killed them. first. Next one, thou shalt not kill. Grandma's okra, dadgummit. Next, no adultery. Cool. I don't personally do it, but for some couples, that works for them. Well, I'm against it, but I've done it. Next commandment, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. I don't talk to my neighbors. Final commandment, do not envy. I ain't green with envy over anything y'all have. Oh, we know you're not green. Thanks for the climate change problem, pal. Y'all are more difficult than parting the Red Sea. Merry Christmas from Correct Opinions. Me, Jake, Katie. Grimace and Freeman Derek <laughs> back in the States. We're still abroad. Australia's been amazing. 
Um, you're you're gonna go home for Christmas. We're staying. We're doing Australian Christmas. We are. It's been amazing to be nice and warm here, but the, it it just Christmas to me is so cold weather, snowy that I just haven't felt the Christmas spirit. It does feel different. You're in a store and there's garland everywhere, but you're in shorts and you hear Christmas music. It, it confuses yeah. the brain. It That's does. the worst jet lag is feeling like it's Christmas, but it's not. That is. We need to be like pumping the Christmas music in here. It's time to fire it up. Because I really don't feel like it's Christmas at all, honestly. Okay. Well, we we'll start wearing more layers so at least we could trick ourselves mm-hmm. into thinking. I like, did put Thomas in like a Christmas tree little outfit today, so maybe that will help. That's good. Yeah, that'll help. Uh-huh. That's smart. Um, Merry Christmas to all y'all. Uh, wherever you're listening, all we want for Christmas, five-star review. That's all we want. That's it, guys. That's all I want. That's when it. My mom, my mom has me in our gift to change. I go, mom, just five stars. <laughs> uh, so thank you all. Much love. Enjoy this episode. Uh, let's roll music. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. This Christmas, I'm very thankful for the rectees. I'd like to uh, dive in right into some emails with some great uh, emails from the fans. Always hit us up at our email, correct at treykenny.com. I, I saw this first email here. I thought this was pretty cool. I don't know if she's yanking my chain or not, but we got an email from this. Uh, she said, hello, my name is Goodness. So already. What, do you guys believe that? Mm. Is she, does she say she lives in California? No, she's from Nigeria. Oh, I will also accept Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. She said she lives in Chinatown of Nigeria. No, they don't have that. Uh, hi, I'm Goodness from Nigeria. Wow, hi, Goodness. Uh, I don't have a topic to roast or anything, but she just wanted to let us know. She did want to say our current president's a joke. Okay. So remember, we were diving, what was it, South African? The people oh, haven't yeah. thrown haymakers. Yeah. I don't know they what Nigeria is doing. But she just wanted to send her oh, Spotify rap. Our current president, not ours. Yes. Oh, I thought she was emailing you just to tell you that. Yeah, our I was president like, okay. By the way, the president of yours is a I was joke. like, okay. She says she loves the podcast. She got her Spotify wrapped here with her top podcast of uh, being up there. So thank you to uh, Goodness, who the email is Hefa Sabiza Chidiogo, is the email address. She, so, you know, I, I'm buying it. I'm buying that she's a, she's over there. I didn't know she's part of the Chidiongo family. Yes. Yeah, they're great. Great people. Love those people. Were we number one? We're number one podcast? Um, number two. Two. <laughs> Appreciate but the email. One, I'll tell you who's number one is uh, from Kataya. She said, I was you're my number one listen to podcast this year. Top 9% fan. She was at the Dallas show. Uh, she sat at the SMU campus, which was a few years ago. I guess she wasn't at the most recent Dallas show. Well, that's why so, she's not top one percent. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we get some. We have decent fans. <laughs> this is bad. why Trey wants a five star review so bad. Yeah, come it's on. It's hard to get good feedback. No, I do. We we did see that spot. That's pretty cool. We saw we have um, thousands of people have us as their top podcast. So thank you. It's very cool. And we got some also some great sheltered so should we dive into i'm sure we've done some sheltered things while overseas i thought of one on the sidewalk a couple days yeah i think it was yesterday i was telling you guys about it okay um, well lead us into it shelter kid we were shelter kid moment overseas edition not a mission trip yeah there you go spicy we were out to some i don't know somewhere before the show cocktail bar and it sounded like they were playing the shrek soundtrack they played a oh. couple songs in a row. I was like, is this just straight track? It just came out over here. Yeah. yeah, it's new. And anyway, the song I'm a Believer was playing. And um, if they're not familiar with it, how does it go? 
Oh, then I saw your face. Now I'm a believer. That's a classic. Good job. Mm-hmm. And it took me back to something that happened to me in probably fourth, fifth grade, third grade. Whenever it came out, I remember my, my friends down the street, my neighbors, had went and gone and seen Shrek. And they were going to see Shrek, but they weren't going to church a whole lot. These kind of neighbors. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I don't, I've never seen Shrek. I probably wasn't allowed to watch at the time. But all I know is they come back. And all they're singing is, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm like, man, these people want to, I don't know what happened, but I mean, God has really turned their lives around. They just can't stop Where's singing and proclaiming his name. I'm a believer. It's like, this is awesome. <laughs> Guys, yeah, good for them. Like, that won't do, don't get <laughs> like, he wrote in on one. I think they've okay, been changed. It, it must have been a Palm Sunday service they saw or something. Mm, wow. I fully good. thought they were all saved. Wow. They were all just, uh, they're Christian now. Cause they were singing that song. I didn't know it was in Shrek. And then, you know, a couple years later, I finally watched it. I'm like, I bet they, I bet they weren't saved. I mean, they were just singing I mean, they could have even Shrek. thrown in Hallelujah. I mean, that's a very confusing soundtrack. That's ultimately. true. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. It's like, well, it's <laughs> Yahweh, but you I don't know, remember that Lord, one. You know. <laughs> Hebrew? They're saying Lord. <laughs> they're in it. Farquaad. Huh? That's an amazing shelter kid thing. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. It was a when repressed you, memory. When did you realize it was Shrek? I mean, probably when I saw Shrek, I mean, who knows how many years yeah, later. Wow. I was like, I got to go back to... The, they were heathens after all. To Joey's house. I got to reconcile that. Of Thought course, his name team. was Joey. Yeah. Most heathens are named Joey. Yeah. Be careful. In Australia, a lot of Joeys around here. Kangaroos. They also are a little bit of a heathen. I'm scared of them. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of like roadkill problems. I heard a guy tell me about People that. People hit kangaroos? Like, de- like we would deer. In the oh, United okay. States, like it just oh. really messes up your car and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay, how big you saw <laughs> them? You we saw them we and petted them. them. Just... How big is a kangaroo? I feel like the males are pretty sizable. Like and scare. I mean, like you can see their triceps and their traps and their shoulders. Yeah, they got that. Like They're stout. Their tail looks so strong. Taller than you? What? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! I mean, well, especially if they I mean, stood up on their tail. Jake. I mean, they're probably the same height as me. But. Yeah, I'm a little goblin. Um, <laughs> But About the females size, six six. Six six. Six six one thirty. Some yeah. of the females. Yeah, they're scary little creatures. And not little. They're... Did you see any in the pouch? I did not see any currently in their mother's uterus. No. That was not something that was taking place. Mm. Is mm. that the uterus? That's kind of the whole point of them. Yeah. yeah. That's that's turns the out, uterus? yeah, when you're a kid you think they just hop around with their little kid in there, but I think that's just kind of a temporary pouch. Oh. What's a uterus? <laughs> I don't. Jake, I, you in can seventh grade this. health, you brought it up. There was like a there was a photo. I thought it was an avocado, but there was a photo. And <laughs> the, the pit somewhere in there was there was a. They they told me it was the urethra Franklin. That's how I was supposed to remember it. And I think that's the same thing as the uterus. R-E-S-P-C-T, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got to respect it. Yeah, that's how I remember respect, it. That's how you, <laughs> urethra. Respect it. Boom. Joey's. Wow. Wow. <laughs> There's a little sex ed for you guys. Uh, yeah. That, later. That, that's going to lead me into one of our Shelter oh, yeah, Kids sorry. stories. I forgot. Chris writes in, Shelter Kids story. Hello, Trey, Jake, Katie, Thomas, and family man Derek. I love the Shelter Kids story so much. I thought I was sheltered, then I went to Christian college. I have many Shelter Kids stories. This is my favorite. I got a paperback I had written about the Valley of Dry Bones. And Which is? <laughs> yeah. Not a sheltered kid. It's in the Bible, Katie. Oh, Okay. It's also in the part in the Lion King when the hyenas are like hiding in the dry bones. Mm. It could oh. be, it's probably a metaphor. And I'd love to read the paper. I see. And the professor had written bones to bones in cursive on the very top. This is some real 
deep okay. shelter stuff. Okay, right? okay. I don't know. Um, but both of the S's at the end kind of looked like an R. So it looked like he'd just written boner to boner at the top, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. I showed one of my good friends um, who was a very sheltered person. She read boner to boner as well out loud, but with no reaction at all. And she was clueless as to why this was funny. Because she was a full-grown college adult who'd never been told any of this, I gave her the birds and the bees talk right there. And then <laughs> she was shocked. <laughs> and my and at the very end of this conversation, after I explained everything to her, all she said was, "So this is why I can't wear spaghetti straps." <laughs> <laughs> um, love love the show. Thanks for the laugh. Um, Chris case, sounds like a comedian. Himself. In case you're wondering, just. It is. My name is Chris, and it's a bonus story. I am a female, for what it's worth. So, oh, Chris, wow. Chris, thank you. Female she female. sent that okay. in. I was wondering. I was like, man, this guy gave this uh, just a friend the birds and bees talk. <laughs> That's that is like. Could you think of a better reaction than that? It's like this. All you're thinking, you're not like, wow, I never knew this, or that blows me away. How does this work? You're just like, That's why I couldn't wear tank tops. <laughs> I don't get it. That's yeah. why summer camp have to wear a one piece. <laughs> okay, but. Can we go back to what is bones to bones? It's a bunch of spiritual poetic stuff. It's Old Testament stuff. Is that like he did from good on the paper? From bones we come and from bones we go. Yeah. So that was a compliment to his paper? No, oh. I think that was probably like maybe that day they were talking about the bones in the Bible. Then they get assigned a paper about bones. And then, then many shelter kids love bones. Paleontology. <laughs> it's just kind of that Venn diagram is pretty big. <laughs> Something okay. of, yeah. I would yeah. love to know what. Still not clear here why that professor wrote bones to bones on his paper, but um, on her paper, sorry, you'd have Chris. to ask Chris. Yeah, I mean, she's she Adam's loves explaining rib. things to people. I would love to know what Chris's friend thought of everything before that talk, because it sounds like maybe she was complying, like, okay, I won't wear short shorts, I won't wear spaghetti straps. But I wonder what, why she thought she was doing it. She that. was just a rule follower. I totally understand. Like, okay. Sometimes you just don't ask. You just do it. You just, okay. They told me not to. Yeah. Maybe she's just like, I mean, they are weaker. So maybe there's a chance of it, like, right. you know, getting. You know, UV rays. Were you a one-piece girly? Nah. Sorry, I said girly. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh, I remember that was a big one with my little sister. Lots of battles. on. They, they compromised with Tankini. At what age? Beautiful. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Like middle school? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Tankini. Yeah. I think I, I transitioned to the tankini sometime in elementary school. Went full-blown bikini in middle school. Okay. Whew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you getting, okay. Jake's getting uncomfortable. We got to move on. <laughs> Let's do... Bones uh, to bones. I do... I'm excited for... Oh, this is another quick uh, story. Someone, Sarah wrote in, I accidentally broke the law. I'm just curious if you all accidentally ever broke the law on accident. That's on a very sheltered accident. thing to do. She said, when I was 17, my high school class went on a field trip to Canada. And if you didn't have a passport, you could use your birth certificate to cross the border. I'm, I asked my dad to get mine for me, and he put in an envelope to take. Well, on the way back, our bus was stopped by Border Patrol, of course, and each person had to take out their paperwork. Uh, she looked it over, and they would ask you a random question from it to confirm it was yours or whatever that reason was. Well, before she came to me, I happened to glance at it, and I realized in that moment that it was my sister's birth certificate, Ooh. who is 23 years older than me. Oh, my gosh. Bones <laughs> to bones. Yeah. Oh. In vitro to in vitro. Yeah. How are they doing this? I studied the information as quickly as possible, hoping she wouldn't notice, 
And when she came to me, she, she asked cramming if, for a she asked if Border Patrol <laughs> to get in the country. She asked my name was Rhonda, to which I replied yes, and she handed it back and moved on. And I illegally entered our country that day. Wow. Uh, wow. That's what a sheltered kid. You don't know what's possible until you're faced with the <laughs> I feel like that's situation. that's a dad move. Here's one of my kids' birthday yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. They're not going to stop in 22 years. It sounds like he has 17 of them. I mean, I don't know. They're, yeah, he's been pretty lackadaisical in his life. If we lose yeah, one yeah. of them, it's, that's why we had a lot. <laughs> 23 years older. Wow. That poor woman. No wonder she had to study it. She barely knows her sister probably. Yeah. Really, I don't know her middle she name. She never lived in the house with her. <laughs> yeah, i got to look into this. That's I don't fun. know if I've actually... Brought, the first thing that comes to mind is I accidentally went into Mexico one time. Not really, it was just one of the road trips I was on. We're like, let's go for a dip. And we looked up later. We're like, where were we swimming? We're like, oh, we got pretty far down the Rio Grande. I, I, that was in Mexico. And just no wall, nothing. We, no one stopped us. Just entered and exited Mexico. Like, oops, we're water. here. Yeah. Did that yeah. one time. <laughs> I don't know if I've... I'm sure I've broken a lot Tighten the times. border. We got goblins going back and forth. Yeah. Goodness is going to have something to say. Our president. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Katie, you ever broken a law? Yeah, when I... Um, Actually, pretty much every day, I accidentally go a little faster than the speed limit. Oh, okay. So, Daredevil. I pretty How much fast do you I go am. over? Let's say you're on the highway. It's chill. I can get going pretty fast. I try to do, not do more than 10 over. That's kind of the rule, right? I try to. Like, sometimes I just can't. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> like I mean, we got the Tesla. But I think that, that thing starts moving, and I can really. She was, I'm like, you're going 25 over right now. Please I can really down. get going. It's <laughs> not okay. Uh, yeah, I, we, we have the, 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 stroll, the stroller or the pram or whatever here the is like not approved. But I was like, it'll be fine. And so we're just, I guess we're using a legal stroller. So that's pretty. Okay. Uh, we we kind of roll the dice. Yeah. You guys remember Napster back in the day? Oh, uh, oh yeah. I was pretty illegal back then. Downloaded a lot yeah. of Christian contemporary oh, music. On Napster. Wow. That's a little hypocritical, I would say. Yeah. I was like funny. illegally downloading Victory and Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, though. I was yeah, imagine like, like no uh, young man arrested deleting <laughs> <laughs> downloads a million dollars worth of CCM music. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's the best case scenario. Heart was in the right the place. Yeah, heart was in the right place. Uh, okay, we got. Okay, I, let's do one video here because the all she said here was uh, confusing cannabis with bath salts. I'm excited. Okay, what this video can possibly mean. How? Okay. Here it comes. Hey guys, uh, I have a sheltered kid moment to share with you. So when I was in college, I was an RA my junior year. My best so friend was also an RA. We went to a small Christian college in upstate New York. And so that particular year, the RDs decided like everyone, we're gonna give all the RAs training about different drugs. So we go into the presentation and for some context, I think this that same year or the year before, there was a big story in the news about this guy in Florida who had consumed bath salts, this drug mm, called bath salts. That was a big story. And how it had like basically the effects of it made it so that he would attack people and like eat their faces or something crazy, like turned him into a cannibal. 
Did it? So this is kind of like... Yes. Do you remember that story? <laughs> I remember that story. It turned him into like a zombie. It turned him in, and I guess he was like in like invincible. They were like tasing him and trying <laughs> yeah. to, and he like couldn't be subdued and was like eating people. I remember there I remember there's a real paranoia of like if this drug gets around, right? Yeah. People just eating people left and right. That was my introduction to bath salts. I'd never heard of it before oh. the Florida guy. Uh so I was sick. I I missed that story. In the back of my mind for some reason. We're in the presentation and the RD starts talking about cannabis. And I'm like forgetting that this drug in, in the news is called bath salts. And I'm just thinking like cannabis sounds like cannibal. <laughs> like they're talking about how this is like prevalent on our campus. Like what the heck is going on? And I look at my friend and she is also simultaneously thinking the same thing. Oh, so wow. we're whispering about Both it. Like, what is going on? Like, people are on these hardcore drugs. Like, is someone going to just attack me at night as I'm walking across campus and, like, try to eat my face? Like, what is going on? <laughs> eat my face. So we look at our other friend and we're like, are they talking about this drug in the news? And she just, like, she's, like, trying not to laugh. She tells, like, the dean of students or whatever, he's sitting there and he was like, He's like a really funny guy. So he just was like cracking up and he was like, you know, this is why we chose you guys for our, as RAs. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway. Cause you're dorks. We did learn from them that cannabis is just marijuana in case you still weren't sure um, what I was talking about. No, but um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. It's still one of our favorite stories to tell, even though it's slightly embarrassing. Um, and yeah. Anyway, thanks for letting me share and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And I hope your tour um, down under went well. Thank you very much. Hey Girls um, are so funny, man. That 30 seconds ago, she was done talking. Whew, was like, well, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for allowing me to send this. Call me back it. if you didn't get this. Yeah, it's about 430. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of her... Her and that RA just being on guard. Some guy like tries to kiss her, and she's like, "He's eating my." He's got cannibalism. Oh, the fact. Have that, you been smoking cannibals? Yeah, <laughs> the fact that both her and another person she knew were thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, is this a cannibal? Yeah, bath this thoughts. is the cannibal thing. This is it. RA. I mean, you you again talking about Venn diagrams. RA sheltered kid. Yeah, they don't know anything. Yeah, that's. That's a I had a little one. cannabis mix-up back in the day. I was, one thing I was very early on, I was not sheltered from The Office. I watched The Office when it came out when we were in high school, which was very fun. That like it molded me. It was nice. But I didn't get a lot of the jokes. Probably season two, season three, something. Uh, there was like a drug bust, and Dwight is showing people marijuana. And he's like seeing it, like if people recognize it, what the response is. They show it to Creed. He's like, what is this? And Creed's like, that is, he, he says the exact strain of marijuana. He's like, it's cannabis indica northern lights. And Dwight's like, no, it's marijuana. And I had no idea what that, I was like, that's a weird, I don't understand that at all. Oh, really? When I was in high school. Yeah, I had no idea what that meant, the word cannabis. So You guys didn't have like dare or like? I don't think they used the proper word. I don't think they were saying cannabis at dare. They're like, don't do that, that weed. <laughs> yeah, weed. You want to be like this guy? Yeah. One you want to be like eating people's faces? This, she sent the article to, which was nice. It's the, the man... The Florida man who went around eating people's faces, his name was Rudy Eugene. Is he wow. alive still? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he the he, he he ate their face. St- 
still he's a like he's well fed and he's still yeah. a cannibal he plays linebacker now he's really good yeah he's aggressive all pro <laughs> rudy eugene mm-hmm. did you guys get a lot out of dare back in the day like no, wasn't that when the cool like high school kid like I just remember like like an edgy high school. All kid. I got out of it was like, I can't wait to get to high school. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they gave us pencils I... that said like, "Don't do drugs," something like that. And then when you sharpened it, it would sh- sharpen down to just do drugs. I remember yes. that from Dare. That oh. was a great bit. That's about oh. it. Yeah, that was a classic where you just you char- purposely sharpen it yeah. down real look, low. Look at my Dare pencil. Yeah, do I... drugs. I didn't do that. Shocker. Mm. I don't really remember anything about Dare, honestly. Not good. That's not good. Yeah. Not good. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is sponsored by Better Help. Uh, end of the year. It is here. It's the holidays, but sadly for a lot of people, it's maybe not the time of year you look forward to. It's stressful. You maybe mm-hmm. have the seasonal blues. Uh, it can be a lot this time of year. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. You know, you you, you counteract. Plus one minus one. <laughs> maybe it's a minus. You add a plus. Wow. How many years of counseling did you do? That's, a, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. How uh, many years of counseling? Therapy did you do? can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, feel grounded, give you tools to manage everything going on. If you're trying to, if you're thinking about trying therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I've done therapy, it's really helped. It's entirely online. BetterHelp is. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Just last night, this is going to sound made up, but I don't know why I asked Rachel this. I was like, if you were impoverished and could only get out of poverty via the internet, how would you do it? Just a fun little game we play, I guess. And I was like, but you can use everything you know now. And she is a licensed counselor. She said, I would do BetterHelp. I said, mm. great, I will use that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Wow. Read to do. So Rachel believes in it. And Katie, I also please, <laughs> could you help yeah. the read? So in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash correct today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash correct. Uh, okay, let's get to uh, we have the last interview of this interview series. Uh, this one's kind of fun because it's uh, an old friend of mine who's blown up this year, and his name is Corey Kent. Welcome to the pod, Corey Kent. All right, Woo. Katie, clap, please. Oh. She's not as excited. Wow, <laughs> not a clap. I, I said, uh, Corey Kent, everyone. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. How you doing? Man, good. Good to see you again. Been a long time. Been a and, long uh, time. Go dude, Pokes, right? Go Me and Pokes, Corey, baby. Come on. Small world. We're in the same fraternity, Beta Theta Pi. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. Same year? You are a year below me. Yep. Uh, got yeah, got hazed by Trey. That was good. Yep, hazed. <laughs> oh, man. Ruthless stuff. Yeah. No, man. Did yeah. you, do you ever come across people? Let's talk about frat life. Because when I, I'm always hesitant. I know you are too, probably. No, I mean, no. you're a little country world. There's probably a bunch of, there might be some fraternity brothers out there, but you're working with people in LA and New York, and you're like, I was in a fraternity. And yeah, the, they immediately think, like, our, our fraternity was like, required us to do Bible studies, basically. I mean, it was, a, it was not your typical fraternity. No. I don't even really know how to, I don't even bother telling people because then I would have to go into the explanation of like, how the fraternity was different than their stereotype. And I just like, whatever, I don't, yeah. even, I don't even try to bring that up anymore. Cause it's just too complicated, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I run into people all the time. Um, you'd be surprised the amount of uh, really successful business owners that were OSU betas, like the amount of people that I run into that I have met completely separate, just through music in some way or another, that you know will play private shows or whatever, and they had they knew that I went to OSU, but they had no idea the connection past that. Um, yeah, it's just it's been cool to just run into people and have that extra little thing in common. Yeah, that's about life. as far as it goes. Yeah, I know, Katie. Katie, you like betas, right? Uh, yeah, I married one. <laughs> well, you well, Katie went to Georgia Tech. Uh huh. And you, who, yeah. what fraternity okay. did you hang out with? It was I hung out with betas. I guess I just had a thing, huh? <laughs> had a type. <laughs> hey, those dragons will get you, man. Ew. That's what we were. No, that's what we were. It's <laughs> like gross. Jake, uh, you weren't in a. Was there a frat over at a Southern Bible U or? Uh, almost. Uh, no, we didn't even have them. It was just like basically the dorm you get assigned to is like basically your just fraternity. Like heaven, yeah. yeah, it was like that was like the like I'm making a homecoming float for my dorm that I care so much about. You know what? Do you have any famous uh, <laughs> alumni? Oh, do no. you have any? I honestly, you're I would, it. I think, I Let's think go, it's dude. Let's yeah. keep building you up, bro. Yeah. Have they asked you to come back and speak? No, I don't oh, know. You gotta if, be close. I don't know if they loved me there. So, oh, I, uh, okay. oh. <laughs> the only the only C I ever got was in a class called social media marketing. Um, nice. And they hated that I was on social media. So I don't think it would like vindicate them if they had me come back and speak about social yeah. media that's or like is, uh, that's like the, me not being accepted to the oklahoma state school of music <laughs> were, were you not no dude i ended wow. up in the business school because they were like yeah there ain't no place for you here man you can't read music you can't do xyz i that's amazing i still have a screenshot from an email when i was i was making videos viral videos and i applied i was like i should get an internship that's what you're supposed to do is like social media intern probably some whack like minimum wage I just got back an automated no. I was like, what? what am I supposed to do? I can, I can tweet. Did, does OSU, Oklahoma State, they ever hit you up? Or have they not? Have they, have they um, you know, a couple of years ago, way before like the, the really big successes that we've had recently, the, you know, there have been some, like, um, I guess some of the leadership hired us to come in and play a concert for like the board of regents or something like that. Oh, like just that kind was... of the, the powers at, at B right with that make decisions within OSU. They hired us for like a dinner or something, but outside of that, that's about it. That's about it, man. We, um, uh, where you at? Come on. OSU. I don't know. I don't know. Where are you at? Beta, beta homecoming concert. Where are you at? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> gotta be, that's <laughs> gotta on. be coming. That's good. Yeah. The beta is a big concert every year. I remember you played that one year. Oh yeah, dude. Well, we, 
I feel like for a handful of years, we just helped kind of put it together. I got my buddy um, William Clark Green to come in one year, and then I ended up go. writing some some hits for him, which was cool, and then kind of launched into the national scene. And I don't know if they're even – I don't know if they're even doing it still, which is sad, but – Man, college life is not like it used to. When I was first, I think you missed this. That my first year there in the uh, fraternity, the only frat-like thing we did was like a fight night where we just yes. random guys would get in the middle of the big atrium and just box each other. Did y'all? No, I, I didn't miss that. But oh, it was nobody, your okay. nobody would fight uh, would fight Scott or me because we wrestled for some like for some reason they thought that translated to boxing and some, <laughs> like what if he like, grabs us like the Jake Paul yes. beta? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I remember um, one of my my best friends from high school that we both went to OSU uh, and were betas, he got in there through one punch and his shoulder came out of his socket. Like one missed punch, shoulders out of the socket. And I was like, oh, this is not what fraternity dudes need to be doing right now, you know? But it was hilarious. There's no way they still do that, right? No, that was the, I think my sophomore year, Corey's freshman year was like the last year. And they, yeah. That's probably where from what I've heard, you guys are really successful, like singing and performing. Does that make sense? That you yeah. are good at fighting. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like so. we need to specialize. We're well, we on our feet. Enough. Yeah, quick. <laughs> there, that Fair is enough. one thing. OSU had a lot of musical events. I never really had heard of a college that had that many <laughs> musical events. Well, you went to Georgia Tech, you nerd. So, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you click around on your TI eighty four. We were, we were TI eighty nine. We were creating beautiful musical talent. Did you guys, Corey and Trey? Did you guys ever share the stage, see each other perform, do so anything musically say, back in the day? I really, I was really roped into the whole theatrics of the the theater scene of dancing. You never really did one, did you? I did. Well, as like a freshman, you know, you don't really get a choice. Like, they, yeah, they, yeah. They but the rest, it, what? Why didn't you do the others? Were you just you're like not having it, or I just didn't. I I just I felt like it was not my personality. Like, you have to kind of be able to in those more theatrical things. I feel like you have to kind of have a bigger personality as well as the musical thing. And I'm like so introverted by nature and laid back that I was just I just didn't feel like it was a good fit for me so I just left that to the the people with the uh you know bigger personalities like Trey Kennedy you know I mean and plus you had your business school you were very focused on your business oh, right. you know super so. focused no not not very uh, focused at school yeah but. we were just talking to something Oklahoma's produced a ton of country talent obviously it's Garth Garth mm-hmm. good Oklahoma State that's more. the guy. Um, so many more. Now Corey Kent. Um, and so, yeah, just congrats on all the success. What, I always, Thanks, music man. always is fascinating because music, very specifically, it's like it kind of all it takes is one. If you can find that one crazy hit, then change your life. Yeah. Um, and it's like with content, it can be a little similar, but not quite the same. Like you, I, I can think of one or two videos that went crazy viral that definitely like launched some things and helped me out. But nothing like music. I mean, you've, you've had the number one song in the country. You went from, you know, kind of unemployed in the music world to, you know, full fledged touring yeah. the country, selling out shows. What is in all in like 12 months, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. What is that experience like? Oh man, it's, it was insane. You know, like, I don't know. There's no way that most people probably followed my, my journey to right now, but leading up to, um, wild as her which is the song that exploded for us uh i i had to kind of go back to square one um 
when the world shut down and and music wasn't an option, I went to work for a pavement company in Dallas, Texas, and I was still working at the pavement company when I recorded Wild as Her, which is crazy to think of. And it, you know, we didn't have a record deal or um, we didn't have an agent. We didn't have really anything, but I was still putting in the work and um, working as hard as I could in music to the degree that the world would let me. And so we put this song out and it ended up going, uh, it ended up becoming like a gold record independently, like as a independent band based out of Texas. Um, all of my band and crew are Oklahoma born and raised. They're all still living in Oklahoma. And then, you know, I, I ended up in Texas after marrying a Texan. Um, but to watch that happen independently was, I mean, I would be lying to you if I even thought that that was possible at the time. That's insane, uh, man. Cause wasn't it a, did it, did it happen pretty quickly or was it kind of a slow burn? Cause I feel like I've been following you from far cause I know you and I just follow you on things. And I remember when that song came out, I was like, Oh, this one's, it's not like I was like, this is going to be a hit. But I just remember thinking like, I really like this one. Yeah. And it's wild when a song can just, everyone's on the same page. Like we like this. Was it kind of a, a slow takeoff or did it happen pretty was it like overnight? It was not like a quick out of the gate thing. It was um, like the, I would say within the first two months, we started to see things take off. Put the song out, had a great response. You know, our, our core fan base loved it. And then what happened was one day I got a call from my manager that it was basically like, hey, dude, you're, you're having a moment. I was like, what does that mean? You know, what are you talking about? Hey, your song is going viral. And I was like, how's that possible? I don't even feel like we've created content that would be, <laughs> would be possible to go viral, right? Like that's admittedly like a fault of mine that I've had to really work hard at being good at creating content that's not just like, look at me singing my song, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so what happened was the, the sound itself became trending audio. Yeah. So it wasn't me and my uh, account that made a video that, people reposted like crazy or, or a trend that I started. It was the sound itself is what people were making videos to. Mm -hmm. And that was a crazy recipe because I feel like the song outkicked the brand at that point, which is not always the case. Like the song became bigger than, than everything that we'd done up to that point, which has been cool in a lot of ways because I think a lot of people that, a lot of musicians that get um, traction online or social media wise, they become almost more known for socials than they do for their music. And uh, so for us, the exact opposite has happened where people know our music before they know us social media wise. And so a lot of people are just now finding out that, you know, we're on our second radio single. They're like, Oh, that guy is the guy that sings wild as her. Yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. putting two and two together, which has been, you know, I think in certain ways, it's a thing yeah. to overcome, but in certain ways, it's really great, like raising three kids and being able to live a pretty normal life, but also enjoy the successes that have come from having the number one hit song in country music. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. And yeah, it's, I've never seen a lot of the trending audio. I think, first of all, it's obviously an awesome song. It's very fun to listen to. Wild as her, though, is kind of perfect because you, you had a lot of those, you know, those little Instagram gals, you know. They'd just be posting from their like suburb house, like I am a wild free woman. Like, wow, relax, dude. Like, it's, it helps it's you know, get some more of the content out there. Yeah. The amount of people that will walk up to us at a meet and greet and say, 
you know you wrote that song about me, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wild gal. You're, like, the, you're right. the prototype. Like, you are exactly what I had in mind, I'm sure. Yeah. So. I could see it, though. See yeah, you're Katie, up. a few days without a shower, just head out the window, like, yes, I'm wild. <laughs> That's oh, what, uh, you know, working the pavement will do to you. It's like, ah, oh, I'm just so distracted. I'm thinking about some 34-year-old named Jennifer mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. <laughs> that's who I do it for. That is. <laughs> yeah. Mm, you know? no, it's been funny, but, you know, I think that's the, the power of that song was even, even the, the girls who didn't live that life or who, didn't, uh, who, who aren't really in line with that or those, those personality traits, that's who they wanted to be. So even mm. the, like people who genuinely were being described in the song – as well as people who lived a suburban Jennifer from Manhattan life were like, I wish I was a little more free spirited and adventurous. And so I think that's why that's part of why the song works. Sure. Yeah. Struck a chord. Everybody could insert themselves in some way. Definitely. Yeah. I always like talking to uh, other people who are also doing the the tour life. And so I want to know like, what is, uh, what's tour look like for you, you know, before and after the big song? How is tour life? Yeah, it's been it's been crazy because you know we we're pretty much um, I mean we were touring all over the country, but we were doing it in what I would call like a regional way. We were in a van and trailer uh, for years, and even when we had our number one hit, the night we celebrated our number one hit, it was you know get back in the twelve passenger van and drive eight hours through the night back to to Dallas. So. Things have changed, but they've only changed really in the last like four or five weeks. We got a tour bus uh, because we are going. On, we're on tour for the last three or four weeks. We've been on tour with Jason Aldean, um, which is just crazy to even say. Like I didn't know Jason; I'd never met him. He heard our song on the radio and was like, "I want that kid on tour with me." And cool. so it, it was it was awesome moment. I remember getting the phone call. I'm sitting in my in my driveway. My wife's uh, in the passenger seat, and we got three kids passed out in the back. And I hung up the phone. She's like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, just, we just accepted a 40-something city tour with Jason Aldean. Wow. And uh, we freaked out for a minute, and then we were like, oh, shoot, don't wake the kids up. Yeah, you know, yeah, don't our, get too wild. Yeah, yeah. I like freak out, you know. Um, but life has really it's, it's changed in a, in a pretty quick way. Obviously, Trey, like you knew that I was grinding at music even before I even got to college. So it's in a lot of ways it's been a really slow burn, but to the general public and, and really I feel like my career started post COVID because I had to completely restart in every, in every aspect. So touring has been great though. The, the tour bus life is like, it's hard. It's, it's going to be impossible to go back. You know, we're getting like a full night's sleep, which never yeah. happened. We're getting to, you know, somebody else's driving, which is a game yeah. changer. Do you got? Uh, do you have your own bed in the back, or are you bunking with the boys? No, we're bunking. We're you know uh, it's still it's still grassroots. You know we're not, uh, we're not big time yet. First. You know, we're not quite that big time. But I got the uh, I got the bed in the back mainly because I am claustrophobic. Right? <laughs> I got freaked out by those bunks, man. Y'all, bunks how many so dudes cool. you got on the bus? Uh, we roll with a band. So you have yeah, eight. We got eight. Eight, okay. eight and four empty bunks so we bring a lot of riders out on the road or our management will come out with us sometimes or uh or jimmy who wants to come drink beer sometimes i know yeah. we st- i started to just bring my buddies i'd be like hey, you just want to come ride the bus for a couple nights and hang and they're like sure yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. underrated 
That's awesome. Amazing, Has your man. wife been out on the bus yet? Not yet. It's still pre- it's still very fresh. You know, okay. obviously, like this is this is our fourth week on the bus. So okay. um, we have the we kind of mapped out the fun dates that we'd bring her on. So we're going to do some, uh, we got like two or three weeks on the West coast later on this year. So we're going to do that and get some off time in California, some off time in Phoenix. And then, um, I have like one specific show mapped out where I'm going to bring just my oldest daughter, just cause I think she's like five and it'd be just such like a cool little, you know, core memory to, to build on and make her feel special. And yeah, we're, we're getting creative on how often can we be together as a family while doing this thing? Because that's really yeah, that's, yeah, the that's tough. Challenge, I mean, man. It sounds it's like tough. my wife with the she didn't she doesn't want to come hang out in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, but Phoenix and L.A. She's coming. Whoa. What if I need your support there? Well, okay, last tour I no, was at every came, single show. Okay, yeah. So did Katie? So we just had a kid. Before we had a kid, she came to every show. It was a lot of fun. How this has been yeah. my first experience. You know, I obviously she came out on the first tour. There'd be times we were apart. I didn't like that. And now we have a kid. So now um, you with three kids who've been, you know, obviously been a dad for years. How's that been? Because now with all success, you're touring, you're going all over the country with yourself, Jason Aldean. How's, how's that feeling, being away from family? family? Man, it, it gets tougher with, with every, every passing month, it seems like. Just because, you know, as, as they're getting older, they're processing more. They're like able to understand how long I'm actually gone, which is tough. But, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to like be able to in between runs, I'm flying home every chance I get. Um, so it's really not as dramatic as it would look on paper, but finding the balance is the, I think is the toughest part because, um, really, I think that's like an impossible task. I don't, I don't think that you can actually find balance within that. All you can do is constantly strive to improve on that uh, until you get to a certain point where you just can say no to whatever you want, and we're a long way from that. And, um, yeah, I think that's probably the, the toughest, like most heart-wrenching part of the whole thing is, is just having to – you can't be two places at once, and we're not at the point yet where we can have that second bus and just bring the family out and – you know, also, also that's probably just not even what's best for them, even though selfishly like that might be what I want. Uh, there's just a lot of factors, man. It's just, yeah, it's never tough. It, it, it was yeah. never something that I like went through in my mind prior to being here. Right. So we never filtered, you know, our family life through career. It was always just like we filtered career through life and through family life. So I get why people have. wait to have kids, but also, you know, it's, we're, we're going through, um, what I would consider to be like the toughest part of my career also in the most demanding part of having kids, right? Like in that same season. So it's tough, but we also just get the best of both worlds. Like I have no room to complain. I got a, a beautiful, healthy family and I have a career that's going in the right way. So For sure. it's just, it's champagne problems, man. Yeah. Do you think Thomas is almost six months? Do you think that's like the right age to bring him out just by himself with you? <laughs> yeah, bring like, him out there. Yeah, it's like a bonding. Jake, Jake will open, so. and then I'll ha- as he comes off, I'll hand him to you. <laughs> I'll give you the mic. You give me the baby. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be like super bonding. Work. He'll remember it. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? Me? What? What? Whatever I want. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? No, I know that the travel's tough. I heard a. 
quote on a podcast recently about comedians. This applies to you too, obviously. Just like we're, it's like we're not, we're not paid to perform. We're paid to travel. Mm. It performs the fun part, but it's. I yeah. thought of that today. We we just got back from I, you know, flight, so layover flight, and I just like, yeah, eight hours of my day today is just getting home. Yeah, that's just part of my job. It's so yeah. lame. <laughs> it is it kind of is and i that's the truth man it it that's the part of it that feels like work is is all the in between right. yeah because then like really what you're getting paid to do is what it's like we're playing a show like that right. doesn't that doesn't even sound like work and it no. really doesn't feel it's like it. you probably part. get off stage you're probably like me dude like you get off stage and you're like oh yeah and we got paid Oh, that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I forgot about that. I would have done this. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but I would have done this for nothing. You know, that I, is I the love weird what part, I do. For sure. Um, but dude, it's been cool to keep up with you and see like how you took the the online f- presence that you built to a tangible ticket selling thing. Like as somebody that has worked their tail off to sell tickets, that is a feat. Like Thank that you, is man. a massive accomplishment, dude. That's Thank so you, cool. Man. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just, I'm sure, yeah, we can relate. I'm, it's been very surreal, too. I was just making videos trying to figure out what in the world I was, where I was going in life. And then I got hit up by an agent saying, hey, you, you should go on tour and sell tickets. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't think I, that was possible. And <laughs> thank goodness people were buying tickets. So uh, every, you, you get it. Selling tickets <clears throat> is nerve-wracking. You, every time you put it up, new city, you're like, is this going to – are people still i remember yeah when we first started selling i wasn't convinced they would still show up they'd be like it's sold out i was like but i just are they gonna be here <laughs> i don't know yeah, I buy tickets stuff. for fun <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. and you'll be surprised about five or ten percent of them do apparently yeah that's what's quite wild too every show about five or ten percent just don't show which makes sense life happens to random people yeah yeah a lot of moms um, mm-hmm. you know yeah women you know how women are <laughs> yeah. yeah, taking uh, care of their family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been surreal. It's been wild, and and like you were saying too, it's crazy. I just feel like I I know of a lot of people doing cool stuff. You mentioned Wyndham Clark, Go Pokes. He just won mm-hmm. uh, which which U.S. Open? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, golf. just that small tournament. Yeah, yeah, that little that little. Yeah, one no one cares. And then uh, we. You mentioned dude, you are buddies with the Dude Perfect guys, or at least some of them. Yeah, Kobe and Corey. I mean, we're like basically next door neighbors. Wow. Um, and we and you we I hung out with them when they came to Kansas City a while back for the NFL draft. Jake hung out with them last week. Yeah. I missed it because I had a show. What, but what was wild is I was uh, when I first moved back to Texas in 2019. I ended up renting a house from uh, from Kobe. Wow. <laughs> like, how, how weird is it's that? Like he, like, he laid the pavement at the Dude Perfect studio, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Dude Perfect was my landlord. You know what I mean? That was a weird moment in life yeah. where, uh, no, it was cool, though. Um, yeah, Kobe ended up marrying uh, a girl that we went to school with at Oklahoma State. Right, so the just, Dude Perfect rental, there's just there's 16 like basketball hoops everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you know it's a Dude cameras, Perfect house. It was the weird. There were cameras corporate. everywhere. Cameras everywhere, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it has That's been wild. really cool to see, you know, everybody kind of carve out their own lane, whether that led to like spotlight or not, you know. Yeah. Just, it, it's it's been cool, you know. People are starting families and and uh people that I never really thought would start families are starting families. I'm like, <laughs> "Man, good for you. Like life's really really 180 <laughs> yeah. for you." Um 
and people are are growing up and some aren't and <laughs> yeah it's, it's sure. just been cool to watch you know everybody kind of go their separate ways and and find success in their own in their own lanes yeah it is insane to start to we're talking about all the college days you're like so much has happened since then because feeling quite old what you we're we've hired our first babysitter our baby boy's about to be six months old we're gonna freedom, do the first babysitter baby. let's go that and so freedom right there really old. and katie's Texting this one, girl yeah. mm. and she's like 19 i think just be and i'm thinking in my head like what else am i supposed to do something different like what does she need to know like i don't know i'm just <laughs> right? like hey can you come did over? i tell you that your brother's girlfriend who's like 22 or something i was like i found myself being nervous talking to her i was like i don't want to come off like I don't want to ask too many questions. Yeah, I don't want to be like lame. Oh, <laughs> brutal. I had a friend um, yesterday I was talking to, and she was like, yeah, after college, she moved to California, and she's moving back. It's crazy. She's been gone for nine years. Uh, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what? This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do, too. Oh, the cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with this curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. And boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies' little movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer. 12 hours. That's right. So get your babies behind into Uggie's Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers. They are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch. Okay? So Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Woo! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you don't know by now, I don't know what to tell you. But what's a game where no one wins? <laughs> the waiting game. Recties. Indeed is the place where you can hire and attract. You You hire people there by attracting, interviewing, and hiring them all in one place. And I love Indeed. Um, I've used it to hire great people. When it comes to hiring, you don't want to wait for great talent to find you. You want to find them first. With Indeed, you can use their instant match where over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment sponsor that the moment they sponsor a job. More than three million businesses worldwide use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Worldwide, I bet I bet, I bet Australia uses Indeed. I Good day, mate. They do. I'm gonna tell you guys the best uh, best thing you've ever heard. Ready? Once again, the waiting game is the worst game. Yeah. I need to keep reiterating. I lost you guys. Too, yeah. The waiting game Nobody is the worst. And you don't Nobody have to that. wait with Indeed. You don't. <laughs> yeah, yes. And Tell that them is how, how you start hiring. Yep. So start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Trey. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Trey. And a strong. Last Saturday yes. of the year, Katie. Go don't make, don't to Indeed.com slash Trey. Focus, focus. God in there. Support the show. 
Indeed.com. By saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Trey. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. Oh, you need Indeed. Indeed. Last one of the year. Whew, that was a waiting game. Do you, uh, so a big part of the road life too with you have a kid. We come back and we, we, like, we battle on who deserves the crown of like most tired. Who's like most tired. <laughs> do, you, do you and your wife do this? Oh, yeah. The crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever won? Or? No, never won. <laughs> never they, they won. have three kids. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> no, she definitely, uh, you know, and this is like kind of a cheesy thing to say or cliche, cliche a little bit, but like the, especially with like touring musicians or, or doing what you do, like, the rock star is the person that holds down the fort at home because that's the that is so much more exhausting. I mean, even driving through, the, like I'm I'm tired, but I'm not exhausted. You know what I mean? Like on all fronts, when you don't talk to a a human over the age of four for like three weeks at a time, yeah, your your mental bandwidth is zapped. There's yeah. no there's no comparison. You know, I'm out. At least what we do is is really enjoyable. Like it's draining in its own ways, but. You know, it's also like the thing that recharges me. So, no, I don't right, have right. I don't have anything uh, on her when it comes to that. You it know? is tough. I feel like when I come home, and because Katie's only yes, the time like you said, only talking to like little humans who she's with a baby. It, it, it always feels a little bit like you ever see those the footage of they like we found this man in a boat for three hundred days, and he's kind of like uh, that's what rattles. <laughs> yeah, he's a little shook up, and they're kind of like, "What's your name?" And he's struggling to speak a little bit. That's yeah, kind of yeah. Katie when I come home every weekend. She's been stranded <laughs> so, at home. Yeah, she's that's fired funny. up, ready to talk. Look at her; she's got a weird look in her eyes. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! How did you guys meet? I don't know if I know that story, Trey. Like, how did? Yeah, you thanks for asking. Katie and I met on Instagram. Okay, we met the old-fashioned way. We <laughs> we met. We are old. In 2018, uh-huh. so before I was, before I'd ever even thought about touring or anything, and I was like just making videos, doing my thing, and definitely She's DMing a bunch of girls. And oh, I responded. just firing them up. She del- she answers 2:15 in the morning. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. Uh, it, I'm sure she was a little. It was definitely back then where you saw I was like verified and had some followers, but like it was still unclear. I didn't. This is six years ago. I didn't You're know like, who he was. is this guy making a living? What's this guy doing? Yeah. Mm. And I just saw a cute girl and shot my shot. And we, long story short, I was, uh, we, we met, she lived in Atlanta. We met, took her out to dinner. We just hit it off out, out all night, fell in love. <laughs> Trey and I also yeah. met. <laughs> Yeah. On Instagram in 2018 too. Yeah, sometimes oh, wow. you get the DMs confused. Yeah, yeah. send me yeah. some late night ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love your cute white, pale skin. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's yeah, that's me. It goes, yeah. and, I, and you're <laughs> like, like, I was like, that, that wasn't meant for you, but it is. <laughs> and that's how we met. And uh, so I forgot what I was going to say. It's been great. It's uh, everyone always assumes when I first say that they're like, oh, she just hit you up. Right, because like she followed you. She didn't have a clue who I was. I did not. Which I think is good. I actually, That's the great. only reason I really <laughs> responded was I was convinced that we like had a mutual friend because it was just so. That's not totally true. It is true. <laughs> she was thought I was attractive. <laughs> I would hope <laughs> okay, you signed well, up for this. <laughs> yeah, but I just was like, it was just so random. I was like, there's no way this is just like so out of random. The but it is. He literally found me on the explore page. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I assume I'm, I'm you, okay, Trey. Yeah, Ew. yeah. Let's go. 
Yeah, I didn't know you were hitting up a girl at an engineering school. Probably not used to being hit on. So she's like, oh, I assume we have mutual friends. Yeah, like, no yeah. one would just flirt with me. She just sent back her, like, tutoring rates. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's... Yeah. That's I mean, it is... Well, it's shockingly random, but... Not, I mean, not really, though. I mean, that, that actually, in a weird way, is kind of, like, old-fashioned now. I mean, it's not... <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like everybody... Like, you met on Instagram, you dinosaur. Like, yeah, that's Jake, Jake met his girl through a podcast. I mean, that's... It's got a cut. Yeah, I don't Basically, yeah. yeah. Really? Cutting need edge. A, need to write a country song about it. <laughs> Met my girl the old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. Instagram.com. Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. No, the, and y'all, did y'all meet at OSU? Did you and your wife meet at OSU? Or? Yeah. Yeah, through, right. yeah, yeah. Through a, a mutual friend, just like our freshman year. Um, but didn't... We were in denial for like three years, you know, mm. of like dating other people and being best friends and preferring to hang out with each other over the people we were dating. It was kind of a mess. Ah, and then, yes, uh, the old best friends. It's like, yeah, <laughs> weird. My, yeah, never mind. We're, we're just going to leave it there. But yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, uh, you know, our senior year, we, we kind of put together what everybody else around us had already put together and started dating. And a year later we were married and three months later pregnant and, Rest is history, I guess, man. Wow. It's, oh, wow. It was pretty quick. It was like because we knew each other so well, um, by the time we started dating, we were kind of like, I mean, kind of know everything we need to know. And then, yeah, we got engaged, and 89 days later, we were married. That's wow. Oklahoma way, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write a song about short engagements. That could be hit. <laughs> that could be fire right there. Heck yeah, yeah. The whole state would the whole state would identify for sure. Yeah. Um, but how'd you guys end up in uh, in Kansas City? If she's from Atlanta, obviously you're from Oklahoma. Man, I I just moved up here, uh, figuring out life after college. I had good buddies up here. I was like, I'll move there and make videos in my apartment. And I'm glad it worked out. And I just and Dude. just love it. Have good friends. It's I kind of a Kansas great. City. It's fun. Great city to tour out of. Nice new airport. Great yeah. airport. Right in the middle of the country. Yeah. yeah. Katie loves it. it I love Kansas City because I feel like I feel like a lot of the, the people and the, the um just like the surroundings are similar. They kind of feel like home, but you have way more to do than like any city in Oklahoma, right? Sure. Like you got major sports in a like sick downtown area and a great airport. That's the main thing about Oklahoma. It's like horrible to fly in and out of yeah kansas, kansas city is a great i feel like that people buy tickets in kansas city it's a great great market great mm-hmm. market for i mean we crush it here like compared to it's compared to it's not even that big of a city and you know i feel like they show so much love to all the musical shows like it seems every big act i see release shows it feels like they're always stopping in kansas city yeah, yeah. it's a good spot um, I mean, you got you got to hit Missouri, St. Louis. Ooh, might not get out of there alive. So. Yeah, go there on Easy like a choice. Monday afternoon. I think we're going there like next month. So that's okay. <laughs> well, actually, we just had a show there. There was great. It was fun. But uh, keep your head down, uh, <laughs> Corey. I have one last question, uh, yeah, yeah, mainly yeah. because I caught myself doing it to you. So, Trina, all the time, people are like going, "You know what would be funny? You know, you know what you need to write a joke about." you know whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. is that the equivalent of what you get all the time what's the most common like oh you need to write a song about that <laughs> yeah, yeah does your family it. members go when something i guess cute or charming happens they're like oh easy Corey's gonna put it in a song do they do stuff like that <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so bad like as, as soon as you said that man i just turned my my mind off i just like <laughs> no i'm just kidding this is the worst. but it is the most it's the most uh 
it's it, yeah, it's the most overused thing that I get thrown is like, but it's funny what people will say it about. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah, like a really bad suggestion because jokes are like, so much different. Wait, are like, you just kind like, of like short engagement? They'll be like, man, <laughs> <that's> like, <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. It's, it's wild. Like people's perception of what would make a good song, it just blows my mind. It'll be yeah, like, what's man, your what's, what's a couple good ones? Yeah, does anything stand You're out? Just like watching a sunset, and they're like, get I mean, at your have, get fiddle. You're like, come on. <laughs> I don't have like any actual examples that come to mind, but it's it's stuff like, man, that. McFish sandwich is amazing. Maybe you should write a song about it. So, oh. What are you even like? Just really specific. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's, yeah, you love writing even, songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's that easy. That's why we all do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. can't believe what some people, yeah. And it's legitimate suggestions. They're not, they're like, they're joking because they don't really know what else to say, mm-hmm. but they're not joking. They're like, this might make a million dollars yeah, yeah. <laughs> credit if it does if i hear the mcfish song it's I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this you ever because yeah that is the worst i can't believe anyone would ever do that <laughs> have you <laughs> and when people do have you ever gotten this though because i've gotten this like once or twice in the hundreds of times people do this to us has everyone ever done that to you and you kind of roll their eyes and then you go it's actually a pretty good idea okay that one i didn't hate does that um, ever happen yeah only with my wife though Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. So I don't. I don't feel as bad like stealing, you know, subject matter from my wife because <laughs> for sure yeah, you, you, are one. you are one. Literally. You are one. I just had a random dude after a show once like be like, dude, on that one bit, you should have like add this in there. I'm, yes. like, ah, I'm like, that's actually be pretty funny actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do, I do it because uh, I'm not going to steal some random guy's joke. I'm too prideful for that. But I hated that it was a decent suggestion. <laughs> So I feel like Jake, I get those on on um, moments in the show. Of, yeah, you know, like people who I I would immediately write off as like you don't know what you're talking about. But at the end of the day, like fans are experts in a weird way because they are they are the people that we're targeting. Right, they're the like people you want to make happy. Yeah. So in a weird way, like sometimes the least qualified people have some of the best ideas and I I'm with you. I, I hate when it happens because I'm like, I'm the professional. I yeah. Yeah. Be. That's a good word. But, um, okay, cool. Corey, we don't want to take too much, too much of your time. It's good to catch up, man. It's been cool to see your uh, success. Keep rolling. What do you, where are you at? Where can people find you? Where, yeah. where are you going on the road? What, tell us where to find you. Shoot. This, this tour is coast to coast. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're on the road with Jason Aldean, which is, been a widely controversial thing lately, which is great for ticket sales. Yeah, uh, they're going you can to, find us going on to the small tour. towns. <laughs> yeah, small towns everywhere. Watch out. So. <laughs> Bro, um, awesome. you can find us on, you know, social media. Everything is at Corey Kent. Uh, Corey with an E-Y. I don't know. Every, nice. mm-hmm. every barista in America forgets that. Yes. Um, but CoreyKentOfficial.com for tour dates and merchandise and all that stuff. And you know, we're, we're here. Actually, I'm right. Uh, I'm in Nashville right now, even though obviously I live in Texas, but we're recording new music. So the record just came out, but we're already on to, on to what's next and, and look into the future. And, uh, we've got some, we're going to go over to the UK, uh, in January and play London and, you know, Ireland and, uh, Scotland all over the place. So, uh, I know you probably got people watching all over. So if you're in one of those great cities, great countries, we'll be over there too. Love it. All right, man. Thanks. Yeah. Y'all hit him up. Go listen to his music if you haven't somehow. And uh, 
Thanks for your time, man. It's good to see you. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. This is great. Yeah, appreciate you. Nice dude. to meet you. Yeah, you too. That was Corey, and now it's back. Me, Trey, Katie, in Australia. Uh, story though, when we were still in Hawaii, I don't think I've told you guys this. Um, we have some friends there, TJ and Brooke. I got there a little before you guys. I go over to their house one night. We got the uh, the rental car, the Jeep, and I pull up to their house. And I'm a little wary of like, maybe I was in the way of the driveway behind me. So I get out of the car and I'm like looking, it's nighttime. I'm like trying to make sure, am I, oh, you know what? I'm not over the driveway, I'm fine. I look up, get kind of startled because there was a woman standing in the driveway, arms crossed. She was not there when I parked the car. And 20 seconds later, she's already in the driveway, just like a scarecrow, just not moving, arms crossed, looking at me. She's a lot like the, almost like the scary neighbor from Home Alone or Pigeon Lady, just with no redeeming qualities. Just spooky, just scary. And I was like, oh my gosh, hey, sorry. I was just, is it okay if I park right here? She goes, I don't care where you park. I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, like, uh, was that a yes? All uh, right, we'll just go in. No, no big deal. As we're walking in, she also decides to hawk up one of the nastier loogies I've ever what? heard, especially from a woman. Just Power like, move. So what? just like, all right, sorry. Just want to make sure. Have a good night. Really lucky hawk spits it out we're like get in the house get in the house i mean it was like it was scary so we go in and we, of course we can't wait we're talking to tj and brooke like what's up do you have any like fun stories about your neighbor anything we should know and you know he's like yeah there's one lady she's kind of kind of mean kind of rude i was like i think we just talked to her or whatever someone else another friend comes over to the house about 30 minutes later he gets in the door and the first thing he says is hey there's a neighbor really upset about a jeep right now and i was like I tried to get ahead of this. Like I, I asked if it was okay. She said, "I don't care where you park," and I was like, "I can't yeah, believe." She's so upset. I parked in her yard. She so. doesn't care, and I couldn't believe. I was like, "I knew this was a problem." She said she didn't mind, and then the friend Ian was like, "Yeah," she keeps going off. She says she wanted. She had me come and tell you that she wants you to move it, but she feels bad asking someone who's disabled. <laughs> That's great burn. Great burn. <laughs> They just thought I was, I don't know, mentally disabled, physically. I don't know. I've never been insulted that way in my life. They've told you, they've never seen a person that pale on the island. Like, know. this guy, he's from, this guy's an alien. I, don't I was, I was flabbergasted. I mean, yeah. We would have you move your car, but you're clearly disabled. Yeah. So don't worry about it. I just feel, I really don't want you to park there, but you what? did a great park. He parallel parked. I don't know how he did it. It doesn't look like he can read. It's so funny just being accused of a disability and not knowing where they think it is. I would love right. to fix yeah. it. Is so it did you go back? <laughs> is it mental? The way I walked. Did you I, go back out there and encounter like? I, I scurried out there as quick as possible and moved that Jeep so far away from their house. And I didn't see anyone. I would have loved to follow up. Like, is it up here? Yeah. You just run out there, just confuse her more. You'd be like, screw you. <laughs> and then just walk out there with a limp. <laughs> yeah. Like, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Just mess with her. Like, what is it? Just go out there and do sign language. <laughs> <laughs> like what but yeah i was like that was the first time wow. just like, oh, we don't want to ask we feel bad i mean he's got a disability i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious but and of course rachel is like i did get out of the car weird i got out of the car weird could have been that <laughs> yeah I like, I don't She's to, that. yeah that's a supportive yeah for early on marriage it was probably me i got out I, my leg was asleep i bet she's talking about me so <laughs> i don't know what happened but that was a great great start to that. that was like the first night of this vacation yeah, getting just like, oh, wow, Hawaii, glad to be here, Island helping the people, time, right? been through a lot, hopefully we can bring some laughs, and they're like, someone get the mentally challenged guy off my lawn, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Spitting at him didn't spook him, I gotta do something else. Yeah, spitting at him. <laughs> yeah, so. It's also Man. strange to to think someone's disabled, and then to like, hawk a loogie at them. Yeah, if that's what she thought. Yeah, that startled the poor person, I mean. <laughs> yeah. 
Strange neighbor. Man. Good times, though. Well, you're not the only one who's getting mistaken. Poor Thomas has been mistaken as a girl a lot this trip. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. he's poor guy. And he, everyone calls him a girl. Yeah. He looks like a poor guy. He looks like a little like pretty bow girl. bow in the hair, you go girl. No bow, and no like, girl. I don't feel like I dress him girly. My mom, you put him in a shirt. My mom, I guess, gave him that was like a kind of a mauve. It was, and it was. I okay. mean, wow, that looked like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but other than that, I feel like I have him in boy clothes. Maybe it's the vibe. Yeah, I don't know. We, I mean, Jake can't help. He he's going around looks like he's disabled. You don't but, want me near him. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Poor that disabled guy has. We a did do daughter. like a really <laughs> awkward like, you know, we were at an elevator and this girl was like. Oh, she's so pretty. And, you know, we're kind of like, ah, oh, we're at an elevator. Let's just not correct her. We both kind of were on the same page. Just like, let's move on. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then she just kept talking to us and kept being like, she, her. Uh, and we both. What's her name? What's her name? She's beautiful. Uh, Thomas. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. She's she like, is a doll. It is a girl, right? We're like, it's actually a boy. And she was like, Got oh. Her. And then you're just awkward because it's been like There's a like, conversation sorry, sorry, now. sorry. You're like, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. She's like, maybe you. We just thought you were going to stop talking to us, so we didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't think it was going to last this long. Yeah. Yeah. The people in Australia are so friendly. Everyone is so down to talk. One kind of funny observation I had, which I think you'll love this. So Rachel and I, we meander to a bookstore in Brisbane, and it was awesome. It's like they're Barnes & Noble. It's huge. And I'm in the, uh, I'm in the business section. You know, there's like some business, you know, some self-help, some, some marketing books, whatever. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for, but uh, find something fun in here. And I think it's one thing to spark up a conversation at a bookstore. Maybe that happens a lot. Uh, but this guy, he starts off with like, you, uh, you read often? And I was just like, no, actually, you know, my wife's a big reader. We're sitting here. I'm just trying to find something. That's tough when a bookstore like, I've read one book in the last decade. <laughs> Yeah, my you, honeymoon you were, read a couple Colleen Hoover's, but yeah. that's it. You basically won the lottery seeing me here today. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, so this guy just proceeds to just like share. There's something about being in the business section that elicits a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. And what I found out elicits a very specific type of conversation because then it was like, so what kind of, uh, kind of business are you in? And then he just talked oh. my ear off about his businesses, his ideas, his like thoughts. Now, he does work a minimum wage job right now. Right now, but he give him time. Yeah, and just talking my After leg he off. He reads those books, maybe not. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why he needs the books. I don't know. And he gets my number afterwards. He wants oh, to wow. stay in touch. It was like it was like that's exactly how a guy should meet uh, the woman. I think I don't know. You know, a cute <laughs> bookstore you read often, and then I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. And then I'm telling Rachel like, oh, I can't. He didn't even get to pick out a book. I've been here 20 minutes. I've been talking to this guy. And then I go back in the aisle. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go back in. I think he's gone. Another guy. So what brings you to the business section? Like, here we a go. Different again. Oh different guy. And I was like, oh, I'm just, and then he's like, oh, American accent. And we're talking America versus Australia. And then, dude, I'm not kidding. He also, minimum wage, uh, works security, um, which is whole conversation. He made me feel less and less secure as it went on. But he just tells me, you know, I got a couple <laughs> ideas of stuff I've been trying to work on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do? And he's like, you know, he just told me about the Uber for this. And it yeah, was just. Uber, but. That's when you know you're in a bad combo. Yeah. Thank Uber, but for uh, skydiving. Because you know? <laughs> it's tough to find. And Uber dentistry. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah. So I just, I, gotta, I just picked a book. I mean, he like suggested one. I was like, thanks. Gotta go. So it was, it elicits a certain type of person. It was really funny. Like I'm wow. sure every 98% of that bookstore, there's amazing conversations going on. But if you go in the business section, it's like, I bet he wants to hear my ideas on business. <laughs> she, yeah. 
because he's in the wow. business section. Did Rachel come out of the romance section just like crying or something? <laughs> She's like, oh, I had the best. I went to the, I, I lingered too long in the Fifty Shades of Grey section and I, I got chained up. <laughs> oh my god! I know. You got, the people don't realize that about bookstores. This you got to keep moving. You become. podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, chained up like a. They don't even know what that they is. They go to the Christian <laughs> section. You start to hear Shrek. <laughs> It's wild. I did see a meme. I think it was like just today. And it was just like a text from a dad to a son. It was like, why did you tell mom BDSM stands for like buds, drinks, salsa and something oh. music or something? Because then there was a screenshot that was like, just invited B- Bob and Agnes over for BDSM. BDSM <laughs> night. Oh my They're gosh. excited. <laughs> BDSM They're bringing their pinata. They, I forgot what it stood for exactly. But something <laughs> drinks and salsa music. And so that's all what Trey meant. Right. Chaining himself to that the happened music. to my manager when I was working my corporate job. He sent this like like meme to the whole team and it said BDE at the bottom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, shelter kids. Yeah. It was just like a meme, it was like BDE. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? what do you think it meant? I don't think he knew. He just liked what big was happening. Dance, yeah. Big dance, entertainment. Big dance, energy or something. He just liked what was happening in the meme. And someone had to be like, you might want to Google that one. Like, oh, didn't he? Oh, you show me. Wasn't he like, uh, I am so, so he sorry. He was so <laughs> embarrassed, of course. It was just. Yeah. I would love, if I was in that corporate world, I'd love to report that HR just to mess with them. Because he, he was a sweet, innocent guy. He was guy. so nice. You imagine yeah. him doing a meeting. They're like, you're sending what? And the group is like, I, I didn't know. It was know. Leonardo DiCaprio. Your team is like all Great female. Gatsby. Why did you send this? To yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, he starts sending LDE memes to try to make up for it. I don't know that one. Just the opposite. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, that reminds me. Have you seen Young Thug? He's in the news right now because apparently. I kept up with him. Yeah, obviously. I'm not like real in touch. I think he's having rap lyrics being used against him in court right now. So he and his lawyer are both oh. going on this whole PR move. And they're, they're rapping like, positive things yeah, he's in the tr- courtroom. He, <laughs> it's genius. It's just this classic spin zone. He deleted the tweet, but I think people still have screenshots. I got to pull this up. This is pretty funny. Um, I'm just like, no, that's not what that means. Oh, here it is. Oh, he's like spinning his li- own Spinning lyrics. it, yeah. So swag means someone who admires God. <laughs> YSL means young soldiers of the Lord. Oh. <laughs> Glock. This is the best one. Glock stand. It's an acronym, actually. It's not a Glock's an acronym. It's an acronym. You, all caps. Glock. Give me the first word. Okay. Guarding. 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 Love. Blank. Comma. It's Guardi- kind of two Guarding love. Others. Character. Knowingly. Wow. You got knowingly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> K's are tough in acronyms. <laughs> I know Young Thug and his lawyer down there are like, there's no words that start with K. Oh, that's tough. Guarding lives, overcoming challenges knowingly. Mm. That's so dumb. Um, op, which is a very commonly used term. He says that's an acronym as well. It stands for overly positive pal. <laughs> so there's a bunch of them on here. Uh, gang means going above normal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> going above normal, Go, guys. Going above normal, guys. Guys, come on. Hey, I want to give you guys a little something, a little token of my gratitude for going above normal. That is guys. some five dollar lawyer right there. He's like, "Yo, no, man. If you just if you change what it means, they don't know what you really meant. So you can say this." Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, apparently he posted it, and then was probably just getting made fun of, so he deleted it. But he really did post that for a little bit. Wow. So, Gotta love it. 
Nothing you can't get out of. Respect. Well, I'll tell you what. I hope you guys, I hope your all's Christmas is filled with Glock this year. <laughs> get your Glocks mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. BDE Glock style. YSL. Young BDSM. soldiers. Of the Lord. Of the Lord. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Australia treated us very well. Hawaii, thank you all. Uh, we're going to take this last episode of the year. We'll be right back in the new year. Tour dates. Coming to a bunch of new cities. Can't wait. We got hometown shows right off the bat. Yeah. Springfield January, and Oklahoma. Yeah. Jake's and my hometown shows in the same weekend. Very fun. So get tickets. Come hang. And give us five-star reviews for Christmas. Love you guys. See you in the new year. Swag. Merry Christmas. Swag. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. Everything you say is the correct This episode of Correct Opinions is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies know that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and their tushies do too. Oh, their cute little tush. Huggies' best-fitting diaper is their little movers with this curved and stretchy fit. Moms and dads know that there's nothing worse than an ill-fitting diaper, especially for your active babies. And boy, Thomas, he's running around. He's active. He's got a little diaper on, and we can rely on them to keep the baby covered while he moves around. Huggies Little Movers are curved, so Thomas and the babies, they feel comfy no matter how much they're moving around. And they're, I mean, again, moving around a lot. Maybe a little more than I want, but we're having a good time. They also offer up to a 12-hour protection against leaks. Game changer, 12 hours, that's right. So get your babies behind into Huggies Best Fitting Diaper. Huggies Little Movers they are the best. We're obsessed with them. They're helping our little boy so much when he's running around. Again, a bunch. Okay? So Huggies Little Movers, we got you, baby. Woo! Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.